listeners, welcome to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast, the podcast where two youth group leaders try to figure out how to do youth group better. My name is Chris Morphew. I'm an author, youth group leader, and school chaplain here in Sydney, Australia. And as always, joining me from Melbourne is author, speaker, and youth leader, Tom French. How you doing, Tom? I am recovering from illness, Chris. Same. And getting a thing chopped off my head. <laughs> yes, not like an ear or a nose or anything. No, just a just a just a thing the doctor was like. Something. That that could be bad. Let's cut it off, it's, and then I'll find out if it is bad later. Um, well, I hope it's not bad, but I'm glad it's gone. Just in case, we could play a game: Can- cancer or no cancer. Wouldn't that be fun? I feel like that game is in poor <laughs> taste. Um, but speaking of games and great taste and the taste of groceries, okay. um, we are going to play Grocery or No Sorry again this week, Tom. That is a better game. There are groceries winging their way here from Coles, in theory, somewhere in our podcast recording window. And if you, the podcast listener, can send us an email at Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast at gmail.com telling us the timestamp of the time you think the groceries arrive. And if you're correct, we will send you a fabulous prize, which currently has jackpotted to one of my books, one of your books, and mm. an air freshener um, advertising one of my books. So that's yeah. very exciting. Are you going to send a book? the book that matches the air freshener or is it going to be different? I think I'm going to let the lucky winner choose. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I like that. Because maybe they want a match or maybe they want, you know, a book and then to get excited about another book. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I think better not to send them the one, whatever that they ask for, don't send them one with the air freshener because then they'll want to get it because they'll smell it and they'll be like, I need that book. Now I'm just working on the technology to get the book to actually smell like the air freshener does because I feel like that would just make it easier. You know, like in a crowded marketplace, like the big thing that you want in the bookstore is the face out, right? And yeah. and so that's where they show the front of your cover on the shelf, not just the spine of your book. Um, and so what's better than a face out is like a smell out. If they're walking down the aisle and they go, that smells like a Chris Morphew book, then, you know, that's, I feel like that can only mean good things. Yeah. I like that. I like that. You, um, Tom, I was so excited. That. I yeah. forgot to wish you a happy birthday. Oh, what? And I apologize. It's um, that's our 26th okay. birthday. So 26? Happy birthday. We're almost, almost reaching 30. Which is when uh, when I might freak out about not having my life together as a podcast, but not yet, not for a few. Not yet. Few you got time. Weeks. We're still mid twenties. Get this. Get this together. We can can still be in a share house. Flake around the world. Yeah. Do what we want to do. Um, I did have another question for you. Uh, yeah. On your other podcast, your flagship podcast, Tom French <laughs> preaching. Yes, yeah, um, that is the big one. Do you still say "Hey there, podcast listeners"? No, not not anymore. Uh, oh. Like I, oh uh, no, I do. If I have any particular thing that I want to add, but these days, so what I did on I, my old my podcast that 
that I've I've had running for many many years where I just upload talks um, from the early days when that's all that Christian podcasts were. Um, I would sometimes record a bit beforehand and I would say, "Hey there, podcast listeners," and I said that because I took that off This American Life when Ira Glass would get on and he'd be like, "Hey there, podcast listeners," and so I stole that. But now because I have an intro, like a intro where I recorded myself. I don't need to say that. But um, if I ever have to say a special bit, I do say, hey there, podcast listeners. So, yeah. Well, I say, hey there, podcast listeners on this podcast, riffing (laughs) off your uh, like old school podcast intro. But I guess what I'm really doing is honoring the grandfather of podcasting, Ira Glass, and that feels like it's worth carrying on. Yeah, I think Um, so. Shall we talk about youth group, Tom? Yes. Although, can I just flag something for the future? But I don't want to mm-hmm. make this intro any longer. So let's put in the outro. Can you remind me to talk to you about Spotify at the end? Oh, I sure can. Okay, I'm great. putting it okay. on the run sheet oh, that yes. we have. All right. Everyone get excited about Tom's Spotify great. chats at the end. I look forward to it. Um now, we've been promising the listeners for quite a while now that we are going to do a segment where we run through our go-to youth group activities, our best games, our yep. highlights of like theme nights and mm. and stuff. Should mm. we finally do it, Tom? Yes. Okay. Yes, we Great. should. Yeah. Um, Let's do it now. We have not, as usual, discussed any kind of format, so we're just going to See how we go. I've got a a top ten ish. Okay. Um, do you want me to run down my list and then you can supplement no. as no? no? Okay. I want we. I want you to go and then I'll go. Then you'll go and then and then we'll just. Then you can just keep going once I've run out of things. Because okay, I great. don't have a long list, but I'm worried that if you go and then my list is very short, it'll be disappointing for everyone. Okay. So, well, yeah. I would not want Is to disappoint okay? the listeners or to make you feel disappointed. So, <laughs> let's go. All right. Yeah. Well, why don't you go first then? Or should I go no, first because I've go got first. a longer list? First. Okay. Yeah. Pat it out a bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, this is a weird activity archetype that has developed at my youth group. And basically, it's where I have this little trolley that you can't, that I put a tablecloth over. And there are like mystery items behind it. And then something (laughs) happens with those mystery items. Um, Another way to think about this activity is the like learn as you go, Um, learn by playing. So we don't really know what the activity is going to be until we're in it. Um, And one of them um, that is, has become very beloved is the mystery auction uh, inspired by survivor uh, where I will bring out, things one at a time and get teams of youth to bid on them with whatever currency I have put together at the last minute when I forgot to print out any like fake money or anything. It's usually like spoons or something. Um, And it's basically like there's some real prizes in there, like bags of lollies or whatever. And then there's other there's always some kind of mystery twist or something. And so it's equal parts bidding on real prizes and just kind of mind games. And then the other one that 
fits into this kind of category as well is an activity that we did again uh, for the second time last week, which is how many, where I will get them to bid not currency, but to try and outbid each other on how many times or how many of something they think they can do. So the first one was how many cups do you think you can stack end on end in 30 seconds? And the next one was how many Pokemon can you name in 30 seconds? And the highest bidder gets to attempt the challenge. And Mm. if they win the challenge, they win however many they said that they could do. Um, But after about two or three things, the screen um, just says how many and then it's like redacted text. And so ah, yep. they bid without knowing what they are bidding on. Um, and so some of them last week were, how many stamps will you give yourself? And so someone just had to stamp their hand 45 times. Um, mm-hmm. How many grams of mystery snack product will you eat? Um, how many grams of hair food will you put in your hair? And we got up to <laughs> several hundred and that just kind of became a bit of a mess. Um, so <laughs> anyway, it's basically um, truth or dare um, with bidding. And do, it, when you say they win, a, win, mm. like what do they win when they, Oh, there's a prize the at the end as well. So okay. um, whoever, um, whoever, whichever team, has like successfully completes the most amount of points worth of things gets, it was like a bag of lollies, which was pretty underwhelming, but they're never underwhelmed by a bag of lollies because it's a bag of lollies. So anyway, so that that's my first set of activities. I should say, I don't know if you're familiar with the web series Game Changer. Um, no. Which is, it's by the College Humor guys or like whatever College Humor used to be. Um, they now have a streaming service called Dropout TV and um, they have a game show where the game changes every show. Um, and I, they are not all appropriate for all viewers and listeners. There may be some discernment necessary. Um, so I'm not endorsing the whole thing fully, um, but that activity I borrowed from a YouTube video that they did. So credit where credit is due. Um, I just want to let you and the listeners know that my Coles order has been collected by the delivery partner and it's on its way just to give you a little bit of insight into our other exciting game. All right, Tom, what have you got for me? It's it's Thursday night, youth groups tomorrow. What am I going to do? I'm in a panic. I haven't planned anything. Tom to the rescue. What are we doing? That's not that's not what I had. That was not how I planned my list. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> you need. It's you need December thirty first. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking ahead to term one of youth group. I've yep. got ages. Let's plan yep. something great. Tom to the rescue. What are we doing? Okay, it's called the uh, the three dollar picnic. Although it can be more than three dollars with today's inflation, but everyone has to come with three dollars in cash. You go to the local shops, local Coles, with your $3 or Woolworths, maybe IGA, but IGA is a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. And they have to feed their entire team with $3 each. And so they've got to team up. 
you can get three, you get people together, they can buy a chicken, a few people can buy some rolls, things like that. And the, the teams, and then you get judged on who has the best picnic at the end of the event. So Great. That's even educational. That's teaching them about budgeting. Yeah. Yeah. And some, some groups will, um, will work together. The older ones will work together usually and come up with a wonderful feast. The younger ones will not. And they all come out with, with a bottle of Coke and lollies and that's their dinner. And either way, everyone has a good time. Everyone's happy. Great. Yeah. There you go. So you can't do that the night before because you've got to tell people we're going to go to Woolies. To bring that $3. And bring yeah. your $3. Yep. Great. There you go. Um, all right. Well, my next one is, again, it's like a a set of different activities that all kind of fit into one vague theme. And this includes art night, sculpture night, and fashion week which are all just variations of the same thing. Art night's a bit more diverse. It's just like whenever, like I think painting slash drawing activities are good fun. Um, and especially when it's like stuff that you, uh, you know, where you don't actually need to be good. You just need to contribute. Um, mm-hmm. And then sculpture night and fashion week are basically close variations on the same thing where I go to reverse garbage, get a pile of, like junk craft stuff or you could just like collect boxes and paper and whatever, like recyclables. And on sculpture night, they have to take all that and make a sculpture. Um, On fashion week night, they have to take all of that and make an outfit for someone on their team to wear. Mm -hmm. And in theory, there's like, judging criteria but honestly no one cares it's really just an opportunity to um get creative and and make something and i'm always surprised by like across the spectrum of different personalities of youth everyone seems to get involved in this and so one person um who has a more like engineering kind of brain figured out how to build a sculpture that you could plug a hose into and it made a fountain. So that was pretty impressive. And other people made like funny hats to wear and whatever, but a bunch of junk on a table and a time limit and away you go. And it's low budget and you know, a bit of prep, but super easy and tends to work. Great. I love it. Um, all right, my next one. This is a this is an event that's coming up in next term, so you'll hear about it again if if we still exist as a podcast at the beginning of next term. It is the YouTube Film Festival, and uh, you get youth to submit their favorite videos that are seven minutes or under. You can pick whatever time limit you want, but you know there's YouTube mm-hmm. videos that just go for hours. So I wanted a particular shorter version. Um, which means you're stuck with usually old YouTube because everyone makes videos at least 10 minutes long these days. Anyway. Got to get that ad revenue. Yeah. And so you put in, um, you, you, you have like a Google spreadsheet. You get the youth to submit up to five. You stick them in a playlist and then you watch them. And you can have categories where they have, you know, best comedy, best uh, video with a biblical message, best um best video made by one of the youth and you get to you just get to sit back and watch them all night and then you vote at the end and i hopefully if there's 
people are actually engaging with the biblical message part of it. You even get some teaching in there, but that hasn't happened much in my experience. So we've had to actually do a talk sometimes. Mm. Have so you, you seen the um, the YouTube video that is uh, the Christian Pokemon theme song parody? <laughs> Jesus no. Christ, got to save them all. No, but that sounds We'll great. put a link in the show notes because if you want solid biblical teaching, go elsewhere. But if you want to <laughs> see a Christian parody version of the Pokemon theme song, you sure can. Right. Um, anyway, something to look forward to after the podcast. Time. All right. Uh, my next one is Nailed at Night and... It is uh, basically the our go-to version of this is we pick, um, you know, the old school 90s Women's Weekly cookbook with all the like slightly horrifying and very elaborate yes. cakes that are basically just decorating a slab cake with lollies. That was my um, childhood. I loved it. Yeah, mine too. Um, and so we just give them a photo of one of them and a bunch of like slab cake and icing and bits and say go for it see who can make the best one um so that is always a winner and variations of this have included um a more kind of master chef style uh bake off where they're given um pictures of things that they actually have to like of like usually cookies or slices or whatever but no recipe and they actually have to like bake them rather than just assemble them. Mm. Um, and that really shows the people who know the basics of baking and those who don't, a lot of them end up like cheating on their phones and Googling a recipe, but <laughs> um, that's pretty fun. And also the, the other one that we did back in the day when we had a smaller youth group, it's not so feasible anymore. Um, was just like, it's youth group cooks dinner night and we just would walk down to the IGA down the road and one group would be in charge of entree and one would be in charge of main and one would be in charge of dessert and they would buy the ingredients and come back and use the little kitchen in the church to cook dinner for everybody. I, having done that, it's fun for the youth. I have hygiene concerns quite often in terms of the youth preparing my food but anyway another option <laughs> good i like that um all right i'm going to tell you about this is one that actually it takes a bit of work beforehand but it i did it once and it, i can't do it again for a little while but i think it was maybe one of my crowning achievements as a youth minister and not actually too hard to do but it's very specific and that is do a talk in a car wash. And so I once <laughs> did a talk on Jesus calming the storm and I filmed it and I timed it so that when Jesus calmed the storm was at the exact point in the car wash, you know, when you're driving through the car wash and goes, and there's the, the washers going and they're spraying the car and they stop and then the big rolly things are and they start. But there's this moment where everything stops and is calm. I timed my telling of the story so that as I said that, the um, the car wash stopped and everything was calm. 
at the same time that that's Jesus incredible. Comes. Yeah, uh, there's a video on my and incredibly nerve wracking. Like, <laughs> yeah, were you second guessing yourself the whole time? Well, no, the way it, like the way it worked was cause, like at first I drove through a car wash, like I drove through a BP car wash. I think it was BP. It was a Shell car wash. So I wanted to make sure I had the same brand that everyone was going to go through. I filmed it and timed it myself so that I knew exactly when that moment was from the moment you press go on the button to when the thing stops. And then I timed it so then the talk was timed. Then I filmed the video of it. I gave the video to each of the youth leaders. Then they watched it in the car as they drove through the car wash with their youth. With their youth. And, uh, And that meant the timing was pretty much perfect for each one if they just press play at the right exactly the right time so you just had to you know prime them to do it uh and you can have that i mean you could also Amazing. use my that talk is available on youtube if you want it but do it yourself because it's much more fun than watching you could do it at a, a restaurant as well and and it's Jesus feeds the five thousand, and the waiter comes to the table with your food at the exact moment. That's <laughs> if you can time, not can quite time as that. compelling. In the same series, we did do Jesus feeds the five thousand, and we did um, the uh, where you make the Sunday the, the the Sunday in like a thing of guttering, and you just mm-hmm. have like a three meter long Sunday. That oh, was a big yeah. hit too. And speaking of you can, food hygiene concerns, but. <laughs> Well, the, amazing. The, you can clean it out. It's like your plastic guttering. Oh, it's more like everyone eating from the same Sunday. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was pre-COVID, so we no one cared. Yeah, germs then. It was before germs were invented. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, okay. Next up from me is uh, something that started out as just something that I did and continue to do annually with my friends for fun, which is. The American Cereal Party, because I don't know if you know this, Tom. <laughs> I know you know this, but I'm, I do I'm bantering like a professional podcast. I have no idea. What are you talking uh, about? Love I'm talking about American Cereal and the fact that um, if the if there's a spectrum of weirdness of cereals, then, you know, all bran is a one and cornflakes are a two and uh, – Cocoa Pops and Fruit Loops are like a three or a four, but America goes all the way up to a 10 or a like 14. <laughs> and so it's actually, it's a fairly high budget activity because it turns out ordering boxes of cereal from uh, eBay from America is like not cheap, but it is a passion project of mine. Um, so if you have a small to medium youth group, it's basically just finding the weirdest cereals you can online having them shipped to your door and then trying them all and the crowd goes wild great so i love it there you go and the other good thing about american cereals uh i've discovered if you happen to be someone who is gluten-free like me a lot of them are gluten-free because they have so much corn going on there that yeah, I, it was a pleasant yeah. surprise for me because we have a couple of kids who can't eat gluten and i realized oh they could actually pretty much enjoy the whole thing yeah have i told Um, you about the time i went to america and i was there on this sounds way more impressive than it actually is but i was there on a book tour and my like driver person um picked me up and like took me to the supermarket to get whatever you know bits and pieces i might need before we went to the hotel 
and I just went straight for the cereal aisle and I was just <laughs> like the the woman was looking at me like like I was like a caveman who'd been thawed out of a glacier <laughs> because I was looking around and I was like, can you believe this? And they were like, yeah, it's the cereal aisle. And I was like, no, no, like look. <laughs> it's amazing. So my my passion for American cereal runs deep is the point of that. The, the only book tour I've ever done was to Perth and uh, their cereal's fairly similar. Yeah, not as fun. Yeah, yeah. that's great. But just as impressive, going to Perth feels like oh, yeah, yeah. going uh, to another country. It's true, it's true. And uh, there are – okay, let's just keep going. I'm, I'm – <laughs> I don't want to insult Perth or Americans, so we'll keep talking. Um, okay, here's another one. This is this is one that uh, I've actually yet to try, but I'll let you steal it off me, and mm-hmm. I want to do it. This is like easy and plenty of time for bonding, and you you have a public transport challenge. You set a time limit. You got to start it your youth group and then get as far as possible from youth group and back again in the time limit you've got. Uh, you can put in extra challenges in there. Like you've got to stop and buy something along the way. You've got to, you've got to um, get extra um, like three different types of public transport or something. Um, but you just get as far as possible uh, as, and then come back and you get to hang out with the youth the whole way. It's good. It's easy. You just need it a- feels like that'd be great to do, like if you did a like to make a day of it and do it like on a Saturday or something. Yeah, yeah. You can, yeah. The more time you have, the more. It's, I think there's probably a sweet spot in there between like having a, a long time um, and it being too long, but or too short. So, yeah, yeah. Surely different legs, you know. Like if you can, if you live somewhere that has like buses and trains and light rail and ferries or whatever, you could, um, yeah, have a uh, – sorry, I'm just very distracted because we suddenly have a, a special guest in the podcast studio. We do. We have – my daughter has just wandered in. Layla, do you want to say say anything to Chris? Can you want to say hello? Hi, Layla. How you doing? She's just going to sit on my lap for for a little while, I think. All right, whose turn are we up to? I think it's your turn because we talked about the public transport challenge. Oh, yeah. Well, speaking of ones that I think are a good idea but haven't tested out yet, I have one of those as well. I think it would be fun to make a time capsule. I was remembering recently that when we used to do beach mission together, we would make a oh, yeah. we would have the cesspit and you would always dig the cesspit. <laughs> that was like your your job to dig the big hole that all of our like wastewater would go into and then we'd bury it again or something. Yeah. And then I don't know if it was in your era at Beach Mission or after that, but we would make a little time capsule of stuff from the year and bury it in the pit and then yes. we'd dig it back out again and enjoy all the memories. And I feel like there's something in that. Um if at the start of the year you made a little time capsule and then you dug it out on the last youth group of the year, I think that could be fun. Yeah, I like that. Do that. All right, I've got another one. This is one I have done. It's similar to the public transport challenge, uh, but it's um, it's a road trip, but it is a, like totally random road trip. 
Well, maybe not random, but what you do is you get in a car and then you drive uh, out of wherever you are. Get to Whenever you get to a cross street intersection, as you're coming up to it, you say left, right, straight ahead. And then the youth have to choose whether you're going left, right, straight ahead. And then you next time you get to another intersection, left, right, straight ahead, you keep going until you end up somewhere near a dinner spot and uh, then you eat dinner together and then you drive home again. And uh, I, when I did that with my youth group, we ended up in one of the l- more dodgier parts of town. <laughs> but uh, it was fun and they got to see a part of the town that they they didn't often get to see. Everyone was safe and, uh, you know, happy. So it, it seemed, you know, I guess it, it wasn't actually dodgy, but there, we got a few people yelling at us out of cars, which never happened from nice suburban part of Sydney where we were at the time. Oh, good to expand their horizons a bit. Yes. So there you are. That's another one. Great. Um, okay, this is just a quick one. I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast before, but fact or fiction is a fun one. I set up like 10 lines on the ground and then they all stand behind the first line and I read them a true or false fact and they decide whether it's true or false. And if they get it right, they get to step forward to the next line. And if you get all the way, if you're the first one over the last line, you win a prize. And there's something about the physicality of like seeing how far forward or back you are that um, gets the youth very excited for trivia. <laughs> that sounds, I would like, I would like to try that one. I might try that. Whenever, whenever I next get to choose, playing games at youth group. Mm. How many do you have left have, on your list, Chris? Uh, I have a few, but um, just speaking of prizes, I'm aware that we are up to minute 32 of our um, half-hour podcast. So do we want to mm. maybe um, say that's enough for now? And That's enough we'll, for now. We can do some more later. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I did want to say real quick, have I talked to you about the prize wheel at youth group before? Have I mentioned the prize wheel? No, what's the prize wheel? So at Ikea, you can get a little like raffle wheel type thing where you like one of those, like you spin the wheel and see what number you get sort of thing. I've seen them. And we always used to do birthday, like a little birthday present for people on their birthdays. Um, And then I read this book called The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath, which is about like elevating moments like that and making them more fun and memorable. And I decided to bring in the birthday wheel. And so now when it's your birthday that week at youth group, you get to spin the wheel, which has like 24 little slots and whatever number you get, like there are 24 or 23 prizes on the table Mm -hmm. and they're all wrapped and whatever number you spin up, that's the present that you get to open. And yeah, um, if you get the number one, which has a little star on it, if you buy the same Ikea wheel that I use, um, if you spin up the one, you get your pick of any prize on the table. Oh, um, yes. And so we use that for birthdays and we also use it whenever we need there to be a prize at the end of an activity. We spin the wheel and that has proved to be uh, fun and and motivating for the prize-minded among us, which is most of us. <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm, I might steal that one too. 
probably next year. I don't want to start giving out birthday presents straight away, like halfway through the year, because then halfway through yeah. we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you got to start it in the beginning of a calendar year. Twenty twenty four, year of the wheel. Year of the wheel. In the, I, I'm not as familiar with the lunar calendar as I should be, <laughs> but I was not aware of that. Anyway, um, so we are. We've used up a lot of time. You didn't go to youth group last I week, Tom. No, I was sick. As um, yep, I just was. Sorry to hear that, but I I'm okay now. Um, apart from the voice, I'm, that is good. Um, I did go to youth group. We played how many, which I've already told you about, and we did an introduction to Paul's letter to the Ephesians, and I was just really it was our first one back for the term and i was uh yeah like just super encouraged to see how excited everyone was to be back and how happy everyone was to just like be in each other's company again and so that was great and we're gonna kick on through the rest of ephesians this week and we're gonna do well, like this term and next term, but we're going to continue that this week and we're going to do Nailed at Night, which I've also already talked to you about. So how's that for an express version of here's what we did at Youth Group? That was good. Yeah, yeah. Makes you think our original plan to keep this podcast to 15 minutes is actually feasible <laughs> if we didn't ramble so much. Yeah. Um, what can are I, you doing at Youth Group next week, Tom? Oh, have you well, Can I actually give else? you my so, reflection from my week off? It was yeah. a very short one, but it's just... If you're sick, take a week off. Like I was really yeah. pleased to have youth leaders who, like with it, with a few hours notice, I could say I'm not going to be there and they just ran it because they are good and they know what they're doing. Um, but also just that, um, you know, you're, you, it's good just to take time off if you need to. And if you, mm. if you are running a youth group where you are that vital, the youth group can't run without you, that's okay. Just cancel youth group. People will be all right. Mm. Also, as someone who has been the youth group leader at points where it can't run without me, that's a unfun place to be in. So, yeah, I want to acknowledge that and I want to also say, yes, you are allowed to stop even if it feels like you can't. Yes. Is yep. the advice I should have taken more myself and didn't and probably got all the closer to burnout for not taking that great advice. Anyway, what are you doing at Youth Group next week, Tom, if indeed you are feeling up to going? This week, we are continuing to work through the stories of Elijah. We are up to Elijah and the prophets of Baal, that good, great story. We've promised some cow games, and I was going to get an inflatable cow. (laughs) You want that one? Okay, you can have that one. Uh, you, no, that's that's a prize for youth group. Actually, we have a cherry ripe on my desk. That's a prize for youth group, and Layla wants to eat it. We promised cow games. I was going to buy an inflatable cow off Amazon, but it was it was turned out it was a lot smaller and more expensive than I hoped. So mm. I just have a youth leader who's stuck with cow games, but no cow. I I don't know if I've told him there's no cow. <laughs> I should make be sure. A good I tell thing him. to let him know about. <laughs> yep, and the talk is going to be from our twenty-seven-year-old leader. 
So ah, I was him. just thinking as you were yeah. describing youth group that I haven't heard much from the 27-year-old leader. Yeah, well, he was away for weeks. a few weeks uh, uh-huh. interstate, but uh, he's well, back now ready to do a cow talk. Good on you, 27-year-old leader. I wonder whether this has been our most useful episode of the podcast, Tom, because I know that I have taken away um, a bunch of activities that I'm keen to do with my group. If you have found this helpful, podcast listeners, let us know. And also, um, if you have some go-to activities that you find really great to do, can you tell us? Because it is always good to have a few more up your sleeve. So if you want to Absolutely. email us at Chris and Tom's youth group podcast at gmail.com, um, maybe we can do a, a listener activity ideas special or even yep. just like drip feed them through as you email them in. Um, not that we don't have abundant emails pouring through every week, but you know, we'll find just it. Don't we'll find it amongst the many. Yep. Uh, can I tell you quickly about, Spotify? I was just about to ask. Great. Yes, tell me. Okay, very quickly. Spotify has audiobooks, Chris, I discovered. Oh, really? And uh, if you're listening on Spotify right now, you can just go search audiobooks, go search for Chris Morphew in the audiobooks, and there's a bunch of Chris's audiobooks there. Really? If you search for Tom French and scroll down for a while, you'll get to my one and only audiobook that exists. So if you want more of us and you don't want to leave your app, just Head on over to audiobooks. Actually, you can also get spot uh, podcasts in the Audible app too. So if you happen to be one of the few people who listens in Audible apps, you can go find our audiobooks there too. But anyway, go who find is audio, listening to audiobooks. podcasts on the Audible app? I I don't know. I don't know. It's Wild. a terrible podcast app. Yep, that's all. Well, well, I wanted to say great. I have to, um, you've reminded me, I need to send an email to the guy that records my audiobooks to tell him that I can't come and record next week as planned. So this has been a super helpful podcast episode on many fronts. I'm going to send that email. (laughs) Um, While I go and do that, shall we have some music? Let's have the music. Let's click the button. And while you're queuing that up, I should say the groceries did arrive at some point. Um, so if you were thinking of emailing in no siree, you should in fact email in grocery um, and also a timestamp if you want the fabulous prize. Hey, there's the music. Thanks for listening to Chris and Tom's Youth Group Podcast. Um, if you would like to find out more about Tom, you can look on Spotify apparently or tomfrench.com.au. You should yeah. do it. It's good stuff. And go to chrismorphy.com. Nail it again. Thanks, Layla. Good job, Layla.